All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here uh, with a new week, a uh, new subject, new week, a uh, new us. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week, we're <laughs> going to be starting uh, Yasaji Yojimbo, uh, with, which is by Stan Sakai. We are going to be watching that alongside the adaptation from uh, the Ninja Turtles. Actually, I found out um, uh, Miyamoto Yasaji has been in multiple Ninja Turtles uh, adaptations. Even like the very classic. Beyond that show? Yeah, even the very classic Ninja Turtles cartoon. Uh, oh shit! Had Usagi in it. Yeah. Oh no way! Yep, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. so, so this character has been around a while. Then. Yeah, this, 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 what we read today is from. Uh, we'd have to double check the year. Let me do that quick. <laughs> One moment. Uh, 1986 is oh, from shit. the year. So yeah. So and yeah. I think that cartoon was from the late 80s, early 90s. So yep. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, the original. Yeah, and when I when I checked the animation style, it looks just like from this. So it looks like they took like the the Stan Sakai design like for that car- original cartoon as oh, well. That's awesome! Hell yeah. Yep. But the one we watched for today was actually the 2012 Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's like the animated. Uh, like the 3D animated uh, show. It's yeah. actually, it looks, from the episodes we watch, if that's what the whole show is like, it looks awesome. Honestly, like, I was pretty, like, like my expectations were far exceeded what I was expecting. Yeah, and the cast, it's got, like, Sean Astin and yeah, uh, Seth, Seth Green. Green. A, a, a couple, couple other people other I people, recognize yeah. from other cartoons, like the guy who plays... Uh, um, Michelangelo also plays Beast Boy in the Teen Titans cartoon. Yeah, of like course, it's like Fred one. Tassitore was and yep. everything, like all those guys. Yeah, so it was, it was really good. So uh, we'll get to that at the end here. But first, we're going to be talking about the uh, the original comic. Uh, if this is your first episode joining us, uh, welcome. Usually what we do is, if you haven't picked up on it by now, is we'll spend the first half of the podcast talking about a comic book uh, or a comic book arc, usually like around six issues or maybe more. Next week, we'll be doing 12. Yep. And then we'll talk about that, uh, that whole comic book arc like a book club and then after that we'll watch a uh either a movie or a tv show based on that same character or that same team or concept or what have you mm-hmm. um so that way usually it's, it's just like uh the parallel things but sometimes they cross over more than we, than we think and we can kind of compare them to each other oh yeah um but it is kind of cool to see like where the adaptation failed usually is the, usually is the, the lesser <laughs> one but sometimes it's the opposite well and then there's the rare occasion of the the film or tv show coming before the comic we, we have done there's that a, before. there's a couple of those yep we've done those as well uh like we did star wars pretty recently where we watched like the original star wars trilogy and then some star wars comics so sometimes yep. we, f- we flip the script oh yeah so that is what uh we're all about if you want to follow us we're over on twitter at agents of podcast that's where we'll usually tweet ahead of time what we are what, what we're reading ahead of time just so you can catch up and, and read along with us usually we try to wa- like talk about enough of the plot so that way even if you haven't read it or if you haven't read it in a long time you can yeah. still kind of follow along with mm-hmm. like what our thoughts were but usually it's it's always going to be a better experience if it's, it's something you've read recently because then you can actually have like be on the book club with us pretty much yeah definitely so definitely follow us over at agents of podcast over on twitter um that's where i'll also share any uh books that i'm currently reading as well i'm usually the one on on the twitter account um I, i'm kind of behind on a lot of my current comic book reads but the one book i have not fallen behind on is daredevil that book is consistently amazing yeah so i've been hearing good things i will always recommend that current uh chip zadarsky run at daredevil to anybody who wants to read it hell yeah right, right now uh, it's a spoiler but <laughs> don't listen for five seconds electra is daredevil right now it's, i i it, thought i saw some it, about it's that, really yeah. dope it's so cool oh, <laughs> that I, I like that a lot actually yeah it's it's badass it's really cool um so yeah go read daredevil We've uh, we've already done three Daredevil episodes. We yeah, will do good more. Amount. Oh yeah, for we sure. We will do more. <laughs> That's a staple. Because uh, th- this one is kind of like in the same ballpark of just like kind of just like kung fu action. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. So this because uh, Ninja Turtles is all about that too. Whenever we get to the the actual Ninja Turtles comics, they're very very Daredevil-y. Okay, it, it's on purpose too. A lot of the Ninja Turtles are a Daredevil reference. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities I could see. Well, the main enemy is called the Foot. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> the Foot Clan, man. The Foot. If only there was a hand. <laughs> 
Um, but yes, yeah, so that we're, that will bring us to... Uh, and just so you can read ahead, uh, if you are listening right now, next week we're going to be... You might have heard the Snyder Cut came out. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing next week. We're going to find some time to watch that movie. and uh, Yeah, good chunk of time. Yeah, and then we're going to read Grant Morrison's uh, JLA run, so that'll be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely enjoy that. Yeah, we're def- we're going to read the first 12 issues of their run uh, just so we can get up to the story called Rock of Ages, which is Grant Morrison's like dark side story. Okay. It's kind of like a prototype version of Final Crisis, you'll see. Oh, so they did Dark Side and JLA, too? Yep. Oh, hell yeah. Yep, it's, a big, it's one of the most recommended uh, dark side stories oh. besides Final Crisis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm you'll, pumped. You'll, yeah, you're going to like it. Uh, but that'll be next week where we get into that. Um, I don't know if we know what we're going to do after that, because right now, actually, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going on right now. Oh, yeah. Didn't that come out at the same time? As it, uh, yeah. We're actually recording this podcast on the day it comes out. So oh, it is yeah. Thursday when we're talking about this. So it's coming out tomorrow, I believe. Oh, gotcha. Because WandaVision came out on Friday. So I'm guessing it's going to be Yeah, it'll be Thursday same. night, probably. Yeah, I think Mandalorian was on Fridays also. So I yeah, think for that's sure. probably the day. Gotcha. Um, but it's going to be a few weeks before we start talking about that show, because we usually like to talk about TV shows, current TV shows at the end. So we yeah. can talk about Wait, so it gets into the meat of it. Yeah, so we've got at least one or two more subjects in between that we could do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you, I don't know if you have any ideas off the off the cuff, but that's something we could discuss and maybe float on Twitter as well. Yeah, there's a good amount of options. Because um, what we could do maybe, and this is just one idea, is we could just keep reading Grant Morrison's JLA and then find a different Justice League thing to watch, like the TV show or something. I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, because I, mean, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but I've never seen the Whedon cut even. Oh, no. Oh, and I've would... never seen Batman vs. Superman. Wow, the only good. Snyderverse I've seen is Man of Steel. That would be a quite a, <laughs> a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. But, would it's it be weird possible. going back from the Snyderverse Justice League? We need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Do we want to subject ourselves to that? No, I don't think we should give Whedon the, the even time That's of day. true, yeah. Let's just, I don't want to watch let's or sweep see. All, let's sweep Joss Whedon's little shit stain under the rug and just forget it ever happened. Yeah, <laughs> I have no like, draw to go like, towards I, that. I'll say, like, say what you want about uh, Zack Snyder's movie and whatever, and his fans are the worst. They're abs- the absolute oh, worst. Yeah, all of you, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Um, like, all of you people who just clamored and abused people to try to get the Snyder cut made go fuck right. off. You don't deserve this movie. Um, it sucks because like I like I I kind of like Zack Snyder. I mean, oh, we, yeah, we almost a- have to. He's born in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh sure, hometown yeah. boy. But no, yeah, it, like it's just his rabid fucking and, incel those, fans. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of those things. Like the best example or most recent example I can think of is like Rick and Morty. Like it's a great yeah. show. It's a cool show, but the fans are just so freaking toxic. It yeah. just ruins it. It's almost. a problem. Uh, so yeah, maybe we just forget the Whedon run ever happened because fuck that guy. Oh yeah. Um, but we could. We, I'd be down to watch Batman vs Superman. You have not seen that. That's yeah, an option. I would do that. Or man yeah. and uh, Man of Steel. Yeah, true. Uh, that's those we are all options. Yeah. We'll have to do it eventually. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll, we'll see what everyone wants to do here. Uh, and how much uh, Zack Snyder we want to do in uh, <laughs> <settings>. <laughs> how much slow mo we can stomach. Hey man. All right, uh, but that is going to be our plan moving forward. Uh, this week is going to be uh, all about Miyamoto Yusaji, as we talked about. Uh, for those who don't know what this is, it's basically just like uh, like an old samurai story, but with anthropomorphic animals. Like that's it's a straight up samurai story. Like the oh, animals yeah. part comes up almost never. Yeah, um, it's, it's, pre- I mean, it's yeah, it's kind of referenced it, in like lines in but, some ways, in yeah. some clever kind of like the politician is the snake. And, yeah, uh, yeah, so like things like that <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, little things like that. Uh, the forward that it has at the opening sets this up pretty well. It says, The saga of Yusaji Yojimbo, uh, which means rabbit bodyguard, uh, takes place in the turn of the 17th century Japan. Uh, the age of civil wars have barely ended, and the shogun has just established power. The samurai is the ruling c- class throughout the land, following a warrior's code known as Bushido. 
It is a time of settling unrest and political intrigue. Wandering across this country is the masterless samurai named Miyamoto Yusaji. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's going to be our, our badass uh, protagonist there. He is a rabbit, a uh, rabbit samurai, you might have guessed. Uh, and it's cool because he ties his, his uh, ears back, almost like uh, like samurai-like hair. Yeah, it's so, a cool look. So design-wise, it looks, it looks really cool. And a lot of this comic is... Um, I hate to reference a comic that came later when this came first, but it kind of reminds me of Hellboy a little bit in just the way that it's paced. Yeah, yeah. Or like, really, sure. any, any one-off comic is it's kind of... Because, like, it's just every issue could just easily be read just by itself, or maybe with, like, two issues, you yeah, know? Yeah, for like, sure. Occasionally, there's a two-parter. Yep. Um, but it's all just, like, very serialized, like, just one-off, just, like, samurai stories, which is awesome. It's great. Oh, yeah, it's great. Because uh, that, that's a really good way to tell samurai stories, just, like... and um, it, just little subtle ways to show um, uh, Usagi's like character exactly. Um, yeah. Just like little tiny decisions he makes like on a day to day kind of basis are kind of what builds him up. Yep. Yeah. Because like I went into this, and uh, I'm sure most people like I know nothing about this character, and yeah. like I, there's zero background. And, like they kind of give you a little bit of his origin or part of his story a in the first bit. issue but yeah. other than that like you just kind of pick up little tidbits on the way like it really it builds the character really fast and like a, a small amount of issues yeah the, uh stan sakai does a really good job of uh doing character building through actions instead yeah. of because like there is a little bit of a backstory that's given here you know he was a samurai whose lord was betrayed yeah leaving him without a lord to serve and then he uh you know brought the head of his lord to like be buried honorably on the battlefield and then yeah. became like a wandering samurai um so there is like a little bit of an origin there but that's pretty much it it's mm-hmm. like it's just one page done like this is the character like you learn who he is by how he treats situations and makes decisions like yep. as you move forward yeah totally um i'll cut ahead just to give one really good example of this which is an issue way later on where it's basically just like a, a, a bar brawl that's about to happen these like you know uh rogues come in and start taking over the tavern and they're like bring us all the sake like we're gonna cause a shit storm and we'll yeah, fuck with anyone throw who... everyone out and beat up the owner and then they're just like hey who's this rabbit dude yeah and they're like oh yeah you want to fight samurai <laughs> we'll take you all on huh why don't you swing your big sword badass yep and then yusaji just takes out the sword and and just shing 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 wing wing yeah like through the air and then like the guy looks down he's like expecting to die he's like wait <laughs> you missed every swipe and then uh Miyamoto Yusaji just puts the sword away sits down and then they look around they're like wait a minute right there and there there's like four flies in the room that he all just cut expertly in half yeah, surgically cut in half yeah so it's like just lets it sit there and then that's how the issue ends and they just leave the bar right it's like that's that would, didn't even say a word in the entire issue yeah didn't have to draw any blood yeah so that's what i mean is like speaking through like there's a lot of good ways they just speak through their actions to build this character oh yeah because like it would have been easy to just have a scene where like he just you know kills them all yeah <laughs> well you fucked with the wrong samurai bub right yeah <laughs> uh but no it's just like a really interesting uh the, his decisions like it kind of gives you those kind of just like why samurai vibes which i think works out really well oh yeah um there's uh one character who i really like in this was uh, uh noriyuki the panda the little panda oh yeah Lord. little panda bro oh he was great <laughs> yeah i loved him uh, he kind of reminds me of the character we saw in the adaptation later i was um, gonna say i wonder if there was any kind of inspiration from that maybe i mean it's also written by stan sakai so it could have been maybe just like a way of kind of retelling that story but a little different yeah it's kind of pastiche yeah um because noriyuki's a, uh, a lot less of a little shit than that little i was gonna pug. say yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the dude in the show is more of a brat yeah because <laughs> he's like yeah, a kid uh, but Noriyuki's great. Um, basically, um, Yusaji gets dragged into this plot where they're trying to escort this like young lord who's just inherited like this, uh, you know, this family, mm-hmm. the, you know, this uh, plot of land, and they're trying to escort him across like while assassins try to take him out. Um, and so it's a really cool story of him going through and like you know protecting um, you know his caretaker uh, who he. Who, 
uh, what was her name? Tomoe. Uh, She's actually the name of a super famous uh, samurai too, who's a, who's actually in Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Reading this, I definitely went back and played a lot of that game again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got I me actually, in the mood. I actually started reading this because I saw you were playing Ghost of Tsushima way back when that <laughs> oh, came yeah, out. Oh yeah, yeah. And so that's sure. why I started. That's why I picked up this book to begin with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's a great scene where she actually like uh, gets taken out because she floats down a river and is like unconscious and like gravely wounded. And they have two options: they can take her back to like the town where she can be healed, but it's going to be very easy for Noriyuki, Noriyuki to be caught by these assassins. Yeah. Or they can keep going. Uh, she might die, but you'll get safely to where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Yusaji, interestingly, this is just a kid, but he just like just lays it straight. He's like, "You're the Lord now. Like this is your call. I'll follow your move on this." Which is just like. What? Like, this is a little kid. Right. But, like, it's 17th century Japan. Like, that's the way it works. Yeah. Gotta keep to the code. Gotta grow up fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, Noriyuki, you know, makes the right call. He's like, no, we're, we're going back to town. I don't care if we get caught. We're saving her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I thought that was a really cool issue of just, like, you know, little character building. And then when Noriyuki shows up in his little lord suit, he's like, I saved you. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a little cutie. <laughs> Um, this, this, I should call out like for those who haven't read this, like this is not also this isn't like a kids, uh, animal like fantasy story. This is like a legit samurai story with like full ramifications of like blood and death and mortality oh, yeah. and like like it gets intense. Like you know, like Yusaji is out here like fucking. He doesn't want to draw his sword because shit gets actually bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's leaving just like bodies in his wake. So it's it, it just to set the scene like it's. With anthropomorphic animals, but it is a very serious, like, life and death story. Oh, yeah. And the art, um, which it's a crime that we haven't talked about until this point even, but, like, the, uh, Stan Sakai both writes and does the art on this, and the art is amazing. Oh, yeah. There's so many, like, the, these issues read so quickly because uh, uh, they just take a lot of time to just do these, like, action scenes, like, for pages, like, just at a time sometimes, if it may, if that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just have a really good a, a way of just, like, pacing action and drawing action. Yeah, it's a really unique style, too. Yeah, this is a, um, a good example because we're really bad at talking about the art, but I, I think we know what we <laughs> like and what we don't like oh, even if sure. we can't explain it all the time yeah this is a good example of what we were trying to explain when With we were star talking wars. about star wars yep because yep. we talked about how the lightsaber action was just boring and static and it was usually just a lot of like a panel of them standing there reflecting <laughs> yeah. something yep this is a this is the most like uh impressive like fun to read sword play like action scene i've seen drawn yeah and for 1986 it's just that much more impressive too yeah because uh, like every panel like even if it's a small panel tells like you can imagine like a whole like six second shot like in a movie like you know showing you like it just it's very easy to visualize yep like the see like the sequences of it and it kind of just like to see the skill too like everyone uses like a different weapon in a different way mm-hmm. um it, it's just really interesting to look at um yeah the transitions just flow there's one page this one i don't know if you're on that yep. but it's just like three dudes in front of him and it just like the sword starts in one position and then slowly makes its way and then like the blood just slowly starts to get more burstier yep but just like a, a sound effect going through like yeah just through them all screaming of it. Yeah. all along the way <laughs> yeah enough cannot be said about the art that's like one of the main reasons like to read this oh yeah this would be a really good one to own physically, too, because I feel like this would look really good on just a page, too. Definitely, yeah. Especially, like, the black and white style. Yep. I feel like that would just make it pop even yep. more with Black and white uh, looks really good on, on, like, printed paper, I Absolutely, think. Absolutely, And it's yeah. going to age really well, too. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, they a bunch of assassins do come after them, but Noriyuki, like, even when Yusaji gets taken down, Noriyuki comes in to save the day with the final kill. Right, yeah, because he ends up getting some sand in his eye, but Noriyuki actually kind of clutches it. Yep. 
And then Noriyuki becomes the Lord, and he even says, like, I, I asked, you know, uh, Yasaji to, like, come and join us. Like, I was going to take him on as a retainer, as, like, part of my house guard, but yep. he, he vanished. Yep. Like, he's just going to continue to wander the countryside. Life on the road. That's right. And there's a little bit of a running plot to these issues. Like, there is kind of, like, very clearly, like, a shadowy kind of house in the background pulling strings. Yeah. Like, they were the ones after Noriyuki. They'll come up a couple other times doing other things. Yep. Uh, we see them, like, uh, I think the head honcho who we know of at this point is just, like, a snake in these robes. Yep. Um, who, who is really cool. I, I, for some reason, didn't picture a snake being one of the options for uh, for an animal we'd see in this, I guess, just because they don't have legs. Yeah, and it's he's basically, like, the henchman to the, the Lord Hick or whatever like the mm-hmm. the the rival to uh Usagi basically yeah, that, that was that a really was a good choice trade is uh his former master oh yeah yeah for sure um but yeah it was a really good choice just art wise just like instantly tell you what you need to know about that character right and it, it's kind of funny too cuz it's like a snake in a little robe <laughs> <laughs> and it looks comfy as shit i'm very comfy <laughs> so toasty <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the um, they do eventually track down Usagi. Um, she actually saves his life as he's being like bombarded by arrows, like being attacked by bandits. Yep. Um, and Usagi goes back to see Noriyuki, who um, they actually like found find proof of you know the attack on him. Usagi like finds it on this messenger who was being sent to, but uh, but was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they take this proof to the um, uh, uh, to the shogun, uh, but they they're only able to get like. They're not able to get to the Shogun himself. They're able to get to, like, the, the second in charge. Yeah, the middleman. And the middleman, of Who, course, of course. <laughs> yep, ends up being a little snitch. Yep. And uh, very cleverly, though, um, doesn't rip it up, doesn't do anything, like, too nefarious. Yep. Just takes the letter, and it was like, of course, this is a grave offense. Like, I'll take this right to the Lord. Like, very convincingly. Yep. Um, And then, like, takes it back and then replaces it with a just slight forgery. Yeah. Like, one that doesn't look just like a forgery, but the, the Shogun will still look at it, think he's clever by noticing it's a forgery yeah, and then yeah. come to the decision himself to deny it yeah and that's actually, really smart even he plays it even cooler too because he's like well we could just say usagi like forged it but that's going to be too obvious so we'll just say that he was unaware and yeah. like, the guy that gave him to him forged it so like he plays it like just cool hand luke yep. style so then even when usagi's upset and says no you're wrong they could just be like well he's a samurai he's just he did his job yeah. now he's you know he didn't know any about better yeah. right that uh, really smart plan. Oh yeah, uh, and there's a couple uh, in between issues that I really enjoy with this uh, Rhino bounty hunter. Yeah, he's a cool character. Oh, too. he's great. He shows yeah. up in a couple because um, he shows up uh, offering Usagi a job. He's like, "I'm a bounty hunter. Like, you want to come make some money?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and Usagi's like, "Well, I'm not a bounty hunter. I'm a samurai. Like, yeah. I, I can I protect people. Like, I, I have a code to follow." Um, and he's like, "Well." I mean, I, I got a job to do. You, you can be my bodyguard. <laughs> you yeah. can be a bodyguard for a bounty hunter. I'm definitely going to be in danger. Because <laughs> technically, doesn't that make it work? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to go black and white, that's technically within the parameter. <laughs> and you saw just like, you know what? By the letter of the law, you're right. Let's do it. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, and they kind of have like a fun dynamic. Like they're both like experienced fighters, but like in very clearly different ways. Like, oh yeah, he's, he's much more like bull in a china shop. He's the rhino. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, and I like the way he's drawn too, because he always has this like five o'clock shadow. Yeah, he's definitely more of a ruffian. Yeah. Um, but they go through this one. This one kind of reminded me of like uh like an old western story. Which again, I'm sorry to reference the reference but uh, oh, yeah. old westerns are based on samurai exactly stories, yeah but totally that's the kind of vibes i got from this because it's like a bounty on like an old uh outlaw you know out in the wilderness who's hiding out like a couple of brothers yeah so we gotta we gotta go take them out and wrangle them in um and so that's the job there's a it's like i said a really c- cool couple of pages where it's just like combat just filling the page just mm-hmm. with so many characters um, but if you follow it from left to right, it tells a complete story. It's so good. Yeah, like, this is some of the best like action like scenes in com- comic books I've ever seen. Like, what, no hyperbole. One of the like cool little thing he does too is like some panels he'll throw in where 
like a sword will be going through a dude or there'll be a dude on the ground and like there'll just be a thought bubble of like that animal skull with like a with bones going through it. like a skull and bones yeah. but like that animals like it's just kind of a cool way to portray like that like what's happening instead of just drawing it yeah, yeah instead of just showing a guy like with his tongue out or something yeah no it's really good uh, I, I, you got you like i said you got to read it yourself to really appreciate it yeah we're not art majors <laughs> <laughs> um but the 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 uh, bandits here actually have a really clever plan that i liked they tie up the priest who they have hostage yeah um and then they actually have one of the brothers dress up like the priest and go out pretending to be a hostage for his brother to hold the sword up to him yeah and so he goes like don't don't attack me or i'll kill the hostage <laughs> assuming that they won't know that the the bandit is the hostage yep um and uh the rhino though like just calls his bluff he's like i'll go right through the priest and kill you i don't care <laughs> i don't give a like, shit about either of you. oh shit our, this was a really cool plan and it didn't work <laughs> fuck kicks him away and yeah it turns out that's his brother and gets behind him and yasaji has to save him uh, who found the, the priest hanging you know in the yeah. other room as the uh the decoy yep and uh so yeah they save each other it ends up being a successful job but then at the very end uh he leaves yasaji with the bill uh, yeah. so the amount he got paid is the same amount he owes on the tab yep <laughs> the old classic yep like well see ya thanks for paying the bill adios thanks for the generosity <laughs> Which ends up coming around later for part oh, yeah. two, which is really funny. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one issue that I really want to call out, I think this might have been my favorite issue in all of them, which was called uh, Village of Fear, um, with like the the monster shape, oh, cha- yeah. Uh, shape changer. Yeah, that one was really cool. Yeah, because it starts out with just Isaji just like on the road, just wandering when he runs into this, uh, like uh, I don't know what you would call it, like this fearsome, like monstrous jaguar looking thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a, not like a lynx, but a weird, like, prehistoric kind of saber-tooth-looking yeah, thing. but, like, way bigger and, like, lots of teeth. Like, clearly, like, a monster. Like, yeah, not it's, an a, animal. it's mythical. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and Yusaji, like, starts to fight it and, like, cuts its its paw and then it disappears. And he's just like, what the fuck was yeah. that thing? <laughs> well, I guess forget it and then puts his sword away. He f- ends up finding this town... And uh, the way the way this mystery is set up is really cool because the payoff at the end was really good because mm-hmm. um, there's just like this little uh, uh, I think he's like a puppy he's like a, a bulldog yeah or like a pit bull and he's just like a, uh, making these dolls like these paper mache dolls that he's just like sitting on the uh, on the mountainside and there's like ten or fifteen of them. And each one, uh, he makes another one. And he says, uh, the last of them is finished. Rest well, my comrades. It ends here. It ends tonight after dark. It's done. It's done. He's like <laughs> chanting to himself. And Yasaji's like, okay. <laughs> Normal stuff. <laughs> and uh, it's like, hey, you think your friend on the hill's having a hard time. <laughs> and uh, there's this woman, a human woman, actually, that comes up a couple times. There are humans in this universe occasionally. It's kind of yep. like a BoJack there's Horseman a situation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And she comes up to him and he's like, yeah, uh, the man on the hill has kind of lost his mind. He, he he and his comrades went out to hunt this beast that is surrounding our village, won't let us leave. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of them went out to try to kill the beast and killed everyone but him. And now he's just been driven to to this. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, and, and she tells him, uh, yeah, now you're trapped here too. No, the beast won't let anyone leave this village, no one. Mm-hmm. And she goes to pour him tea and Yasaji notices that she has a bandage on her hand. Yeah interesting very fresh too yeah very fresh wound and uh, he notices that and then not only that but notices in the reflection of his sword her reflection is not a human woman it's that beast he fought and he mentions um that in the reflection like these mythical beasts can always be discovered like through their reflection like their true selves are revealed yep um so instantly just doing like you know bruce wayne detective work (laughs) right awesome yeah yeah it's, it's drawn really cool too yeah for sure 
Um, and so he catches her like right as she's leaving, shape changing back into the beast. And the the wound she had on her hand was the one that he cut him with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the progression of that is just really interesting because as soon as I read that page, I was like, oh shit! Like this is going in some like monster hunting direction. I know. I was, it, it, it kind of reminded me of the, uh, the Witcher or something, or uh, yeah, like, right. Kind of Batman is she? Where like she's walking out in the beast mode, just like, well done, detective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's great because then. The best part is though when he, he he does battle with the beast and uh, he's wounded like grievously wounded against this thing and he's about to get attacked and uh, the uh, the warrior the wounded warrior from before who's making the the paper mache models comes up and uh, he says again like I told you tonight it ends <laughs> right like just like a prophetic message and just stabs it with the spear yeah um, which doesn't kill it but buys Usagi enough time to to to. Give the killing blow to this beast. Yeah, come in and behead it. Yeah, um, but unfortunately, um, he uh, went the way of his comrades, as Yusaji says, and gave his life to, to save the town. Yep. And uh, there's a really a really cool scene where he's just uh, he makes a paper mache model for him to go with his comrades. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yep. And then leaves it on the hill, and he says, uh, "You died well. Uh, gone, gone. Now your spirit flies with the wind." And like the other people could just barely like hear him, and they don't know what he says, and he just wanders off. It was just for himself. Yeah. Oh, such a good issue right there. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite. Um, there's also another one where um, this one seems like set up for possibly some uh, some future issues. So we'll I don't want to go over this too much in case we come back to this. But there is a character who's set up who seems really interesting. This blind pig. Mm-hmm. It's like samurai. Um, and him and Usagi kind of have just this, this nice night where they meet each other on the road and they have like a campfire and share a meal. Um, and then it finds out that he was a bandit who terrorized a nearby town. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's basically like a, a disgraced samurai. Like he's lost all faith in any kind of code or belief system. He's just out for himself. Yep. Um, and Yasaji says like, well, no, like it, you, I'm not going to let you walk away after what you've done. Like you have to bring you to justice. Mm-hmm. Like I, it doesn't matter how much I like, I like your personality. Like you've done terrible things and you got to pay. Yep. And, uh, they do battle and Yasaji doesn't kill him. He cuts off his nose, which he as a blind warrior was the only way he saw. Yeah. That was actually, uh, almost kind of worse than death for him. Yeah. Right. So now he's like completely blind. Cause he was, uh, this is where they kind of play off the animal thing as a, a, a pig. He had enhanced sen- uh, senses through his smell. Yep. Um, so like it made sense why he using his pig nose, he was able to fight, but then without that. Yep. Yeah. Um, although they end up making him a wooden nose. <laughs> yeah. Cause then it's, kind of a Darth Vader moment cliffhanger at the <laughs> end. Like, yeah. they're, like, they're like, we can fix him. And they just put a wooden nose like piece on him. <laughs> he which... cut off your nose. No! <laughs> which, I mean, I guess could work. They're about to face Darth Piggy. <laughs> yeah, because he even makes a joke. The last line when he's like, I will get my revenge. He's like, wait, why is this thing uh, pine-scented? <laughs> um, th- there's another uh, issue that sets up some of uh, Yusaji's backstory. Um, I think we'll talk uh, talk about that the next time that we uh, record because I think that one, again, is going to be touched on more in future issues. That seemed like a setup. Yeah, for um, sure. But it does kind of talk about more about his backstory. You know, it seems like he came from some kind of like rabbit community, some kind of like uh, hare community, because it seems like the people he grew up with were all rabbits as well. Yep. Um, so there's a little bit of something there. Um, it closed out with another bounty hunter issue, though, which was amazing. I, oh, yeah. I want more of these. Like, I want the whole book around these two. I know. That rhino is awesome. Oh, it's yeah, like for a, sure. It's very dynamic duo-ish. Them just going through constantly fucking each other over. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. <laughs> Because um, he comes to him again, he's like, listen, listen, I know I fucked you over last time, but don't worry, I got a square deal this time, and we're going to make out big. Oh, yeah. And Yasaji's like, this time, 50-50, nothing less. <laughs> you drive a hard bargain, Yasaji. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, this one, uh, he describes it as a simple job. They're going in to steal like, a, a religious idol, and then they're going to get out and sell it. Um, he's going to be the distraction. Yasaji's going to sneak in the building and grab it and run out. 
Rabbit's going to grab it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then when he's sitting here getting ready to make a sneak attack, he gets pelted by this uh, like pine cone thing, I think it's described as. I don't know. It's like a thing from it, a tree. Uh, but he's pelted from uh, uh, from this dropping from a tree. And he's like, oh, shit, my cover's blown. And has to go and fight all like pretty much everyone in, in this facility. Yeah. Um, like single-handedly and gets in and the fucking bounty hunter's just sitting there sipping tea enjoying like the easy work <laughs> oh hey it looks like you had a rough uh, rough tumble out there <laughs> finally made it like, I did all the work I fought everybody <laughs> like, yeah well you fucked up your distraction what do you want me to do right you're the one who messed up yeah and Yasaji of course being the, 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 the detective is like no this came from a tree only on that side of the field you threw this at me <laughs> so I would have to do all the work <laughs> <laughs> I love the panel of him. I'm going to save this panel of Usagi just pissed off with the rhino's just smug ass face. He's like, who, me? <laughs> I would never endanger a friend. And Yusaji's like, you fuck. Runs after him with the sword. And uh, then it just like does a smash cut like one week later mm-hmm. after the tensions have fallen down. And Yusaji gets back at it by leaving him with the bill for the complete reward of the mission. Yep. Perfect ending. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, th- this uh, book has a lot of issues. This is a long, long, long-running comic, which and it's all just like one-off issues, so you can pick up pretty much anywhere and just read on. Yep. Um, although I'm sure there are going to be little things like what we got, like ongoing stories as it goes on, that I'm guessing will be wrapped up sooner than later, but by the pacing of this, but who knows? Oh yeah, yeah. Like um, it's not the most like deepest of dives, but like it's still very fun. It's like it, it's a great read. Yeah, I'd highly recommend it as a, a fun book. Like if you like don't have a lot of time to sit down and read, if you just want to read something in like ten minutes, just read one issue of Usagi Uj. Oh yeah, ten minutes. Like, oh, that was fun, dope. Oh yeah, totally. On a work break or something, yeah. Yeah, that's the way to read it. For bed or anything, yeah. yeah, It's it's just a great read, just to pick up and just launch in. For sure, like you don't you don't have to sit down and read all of it in one sitting, like a Hickman book or something. Oh yeah, no. Because like Hickman, if you read that like once a month, you're like, I don't remember what the fuck is happening. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) lot to retain. Yeah. Um, but that was the uh, the comic book that we read. That was basically the first volume. They have that printed. I think there's lots of reprints of that, or it's on Comixology Unlimited. If you have the subscription, you can get it for free. Oh, yeah. Um, but that'll bring us to what we're going to be talking about uh, after this. We watched the adaptation of the t- the 2012 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Like we said, this is like a 3D animated one, if you're trying to picture it in your head. Yeah, the um, animation looks pretty good, too. Yeah, it's very simple. Like, the uh, the like the textures and whatnot are all always very simple. Yeah. Um, but it makes it easy to animate well, I think, is probably the idea there. Yeah, keeping it simpler, definitely, it, they... We're able to focus on the movement a lot better, so like the the frames and all that look pretty crisp. Yeah, they put a lot of effort in this show, clearly into like the action sequences. There's a lot of very detailed, like very fun to watch action scenes. Like, oh yeah, you know, just like pure like ninja stylistic, you know, like quick action scenes. Yeah, no, they're very well done. Um, so it works out really well for that. Um, what I appreciated, what I what I was not expecting is that the this uh, arc that we're watching, just for, so everyone knows, this is actually in season five of the show. Yeah, this is in the final season of the show. Um, it's a three uh, a- episode arc. It actually takes place entirely in the Yasaji Yojimbo universe. Yep. Um, and it's actually a lot more about that than I was expecting it was gonna be, and I'm was, I was really happy because yeah, it kind of worked out. I mean, listen, I love the Ninja Turtles, but if you're gonna do something like this, like spend time with the guest character. Yeah, and yeah. It, it it's kind of it's really cool seeing them like being in the fish out of water kind of yeah. environment because they they the stories they literally just they don't know how they got there. They just got sucked into like a portal and ended up there. Well, these characters have a really good vibe off of each other too. Oh, because oh, yeah. the Ninja Turtles are obviously very, like, lax, aside from, like, a couple of them. Like, most of them are pretty just like, yuck. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Um, but uh, uh, Miyamoto Yusaji is, like, a great playoff of them because, like, he's, like, an experienced, like, actual warrior who's seen death. Like, he's seen serious things. So he's, like, 
you know, there's, there's a way we have to do this. Like, there's a, he he's just very knowledgeable, especially in his own environment. Oh, yeah. Um, because there's a lot of times where the Ninja Turtles will just, like, bumble through something. And be like, you don't <laughs> know the rules. Like, you're supposed to pay respect, and then, like, you won't be attacked by the by the Tanuki. Yeah, uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, Leonardo is, like, obviously one of the more serious uh, Turtles. It, like, he kind of forms, like, a cool dynamic with, with Usagi. Where, yeah. Because like, Usagi recognizes he's one of the more, like, serious ones. And, like, right. Leonardo kind of wants, like, to learn from him. And he kind of takes him under his wing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those two have a good dynamic. And Seth Green, uh, you would expect yeah. him to usually be casted as like the the Mikey. Yeah, for sure. Probably like ten or fifteen years ago, he probably would have been cast. That oh way. yeah, but definitely. I feel like now with the kind of body of work he's had, like over the years, like he can play any role, and he oh, does yeah. this one really well. Yeah, very well. Um, so that, I think that was really good casting to see that he doesn't always have to be like the goof, the goof in the party. Like he can be like you know that that serious one in the group. I thought that played really well. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know. I think we mentioned it at the beginning of the episode, but Stan uh, Sakai actually wrote. The, yeah, the story for this episode. When I saw that in the credits, I was like, "Okay, here we go." Like, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. because now <laughs> the character, yeah, because you can tell like this is the same character. Like, there's no doubt like that this is Miyamoto Yosaji to a T. Oh yeah, everything he does is so on character, so on brand. God, um, I wonder if he gave any input on like the action sequences too, because there's there's a couple uh, throughout the three episodes. There's at least two, maybe three times where there's a sequence with Yosaji where he like is either running or like swipes someone across, and the screen just cuts black, and then it's just a white like kind of cut mark that goes across the screen and then cuts back to like the the normal scene and like it's a really cool like subtle effect well there's not only that too but there are also one or two panels um that actually cut to stan sakai art oh yeah yeah for sure. so like that that must have been collaborative because it had to have been. one of the biggest scenes where like miyamoto uh yasaji thinks that like the his, his the young like pug that they were escorting has died like yeah he, he's like all of a sudden like in the rain like pure rage going to attack jade and uh and just goes ching like all, all out at this guy and screams and there's a panel where it just cuts to stan sakai art of uh yasaji just screaming out yeah and, it's really cool oh it's so well done I, I was so impressed by like the the amount of like effort they went to to actually make it like style for what was probably a kid's show it's on nickelodeon oh yeah definitely so you don't probably have to go all you don't have to go all out like that but they did they made it a bona fide <laughs> fucking thing it's awesome i want to watch the rest of the show because i didn't know that it was like this yeah no for sure like yeah. I, it far exceeded what i was expecting yeah i didn't know it was going to be like fucking actually really fucking good <laughs> yeah for real though. And the story's it, it's totally worth watching oh absolutely yeah the story's great too like it's a great story of like this like character who i thought i was gonna hate by the end this like really annoying pug this is the only time the nickelodeon part of it shine through I, absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm a cool prince i don't want to go with this dumb rabbit <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, it, and it's fine because like me uh miyamoto yasaji like he i like that dynamic with him and just like the little shit stains like yeah a, a very like obi-wan anakin kind of situation oh absolutely um Cause yeah, cause cause uh, it starts out with like, oh, this kid's just some like uh, bratty royal kid, but then it ends up. I mean, I don't want to spoil everything if you do want to watch it, but like, it, it, there's a lot more to that character, and he actually has like a really cool kind of arc where yeah. that actually like leads to it's something a complete bigger. story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and Jade's a great villain too. Yep. Like I like as I was taking notes for like my D and D DM campaign campaigns, I was like, this is a great villain. I'm stealing this. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny too because like it starts out because he's a like a wolf, like big bad wolf kind of right. guy. It's like okay, yeah, that's that's pretty 
on the nose, but like, and he really does evolve into like a cool character, and it ends. He ends up being like kind of an immortal, like God almost, and yeah. it's like Jesus who transfers like, bodies. Yeah, I was like, between, I was not expecting this. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that that fucking badass. And the way he brings the Ninja Turtles over is, uh, oh he, yeah, he summons Kappa warriors, which uh, in Japanese culture, like Kappas are like a big thing. Like that's yep. like, um, so the fact that they're tying that into the Ninja Turtles is kind of clever. Um, yeah, they pull a lot of stuff like that because there's one episode that uh, they actually end up like getting kind of in a not battle but like they get in a kind of a skiff with uh, some tanuki that's yep. actually really funny yeah the tanuki <laughs> come up as well uh, for those who don't know the tanuki are kind of it's this old Japanese folklore of these uh, they're like trickster yeah these like animals. trickster gods that kind of look like raccoons and yep. fly around and you're supposed to eat, leave them an offering or else like they'll like play tricks on you yeah and they they kind of do like a flying squirrel like parachute but with their nutsacks <laughs> yeah right. and they do it in the show but they definitely but it's not they, a nutsack it's no. basically like their pants or their like right. uh, their onesies um yeah uh, for those who don't know in animal crossing tom nook is not a raccoon he is a tanuki see i, I that was news to me yep, that, i did not that's know why that. the symbol of animal crossing is a leaf because oh, the tanuki leave their gifts as leaf that leaves that transform into other things yeah they, like when they disappear they, they teleport yeah, they through leaves poof yeah. into a pile of leaves. so when tom nook sells you a bunch of leaves that turn into furniture it's not that's me- crazy it's, it's not metaphorical that's literally what's happening yeah that makes it so much cooler yep <laughs> And that's why the uh, the driver who takes you to the Animal Crossing town, his name is is Captain with a K. Oh shit! Kappa. Yep. What the? F- yep. <laughs> God damn! I'm mad now. Animal Crossing lore's deep. <laughs> it's it's freaking thick, man. <laughs> oh, but yeah, there's a really great scene with the Tanuki where the Ninja Turtles just kind of go through it like a bunch of jerks. They're like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, we'll um, just beat them up. Like they're yeah, just little animals. Because the squirrels are like, uh, sorry, the squirrels. <laughs> the, the Tanuki are going through like stealing, like you know, stealing things from them and like you know, fucking with them and disappearing, and they're like, we're gonna get you little brats yeah mikey pulls a rancid piece of pizza out of his shorts and then it's like first off why did you have that second off yeah the dude tanuki just come up and rob him yeah and then uh yusaji comes up he's like you idiots you don't fight the tanuki if you would just leave an offering they would just let us pass yeah like you just don't know how it works around here Mm -hmm. um and uh they end up being right like they end up taking two of them and cooking them over a fire ewok style (laughs) it's pretty funny Uh, and they get rescued and then they eventually like all right stop fucking of us we will we will leave an offering and mm. uh yusaji leaves like some of his food mikey leaves a pizza slice yeah, another slice <laughs> of course <laughs> um but they leave the offering and then after that is a i was again i'm not expecting how fucking hard this show was gonna oh go. yeah there's this like spider creature who like traps them in this like giant web with like all these like uh, mandible mouths that pop out. It's like fucking horrifying and really dope looking. Yeah, it's a pretty cool horror design. Like I, I was not expecting it for a kid show. Yeah, like it go. It's waste. Like if I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, I'm scared. Oh, that would have scared me as a kid. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but it's really badass because the the spider's about to fucking eat them. Like it yeah. has them all like wrapped up and ready to go. And then the Tanuki show up now that they've been given a gift. They both trick and help. Yeah, so they this, come parachuting in. Yep, and this time <laughs> they come to help, so they fuck with the spider and free them. It's like oh, it's, it's such a. These episodes are great. Yeah. Like, it's crazy how good this was. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's weird to, like, overstate that, but it, it's totally worth watching. Well, and even, like, especially, I, I maybe maybe this is just me being condescending or, like, underestimating a kid's That's show. That's true, yeah. Um, because, like, there's some scenes that I was just expecting not to be as subtle and well-played as they were. Like, one of the best character-building moments for, like, three different characters is a scene, a very, very, very simple scene, where they're just walking down a path on a mountain, and the pass is blocked by a big boulder mm-hmm. um, with, like, a tree next to it. 
And like the whole dilemma, the whole pl- plot here is, oh, we, we need to go this way, but there's a boulder in our way. Like, what are we going to do? And uh, the child is like, well, I'm the child of destiny. I'll move the boulder. <laughs> and Mikey just laughs at him. He's like, okay, sh- show us, you, you know, you little twerp, like, you know, like push the boulder over with all your strength. Yep. And uh, the, the little dog just tries to go and push it, you know, with all his strength and it doesn't budge. <laughs> Like super disappointed, super sad, he couldn't push the boulder. And there's a really good moment where, uh, you know, Mikey's just laughing. He's like, "I thought you could move it, little dude. I thought you were really strong." Yep. And Yasaji doesn't say a word. He just like puts his hand on the kid's like head, and like the the ears perk up, like the dog ears, just like oh. Mm-hmm. And then Yasaji just walks over, looks at the tree. And cuts the tree down, yeah. causing the boulder to just harmlessly fall. <laughs> it's just like a, a really, really clever way to just show a couple things. Like Mikey, uh, and also there's a good scene with um, Leonardo. Uh, Leonardo, where yeah. he's like, at least he tried. Like that's the most any of us can do. Like look at him; he's putting in the most effort he has. Yeah, he like walks up and he's like, "Hey, man, I thought what you did was pretty brave." And it's just like, "Oh my god, yeah. my feels." Uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> uh, each character is nailed, and it's Yusaji especially. Oh yeah, like. That's like that's the one of the perfect ways to just show who Yusaji is. That'd be a great cold open to like his, oh, his show. That'd be a great first scene. For sure, a boulders in my way. I'm not gonna push the boulder. It's not a question of strength. It's a question of intelligence. Yep. Move the tree. The boulder will fall. Yep. So fucking good. Dude, he has a lot of moments. There's like a, a action sequence too, where the little uh, puppy dude's like rolling in a barrel out of control, and it's like headed right towards a tree. And of course, uh, Mikey's like trying to catch up to it, but that's not gonna work. So yeah. Usagi, Usagi just shoots an arrow, like uh, kind of inverted into the ground, and it just ramps the barrel like out of the way of the tree. Yeah, it causes the barrel to flip, so yeah. it doesn't hit the tree and then roll harmlessly. Like, there's just a lot of subtle moments uh, with Usagi like that, where it just really builds. Yeah, that character so, like, like, expert fighter, amount. but the head on his shoulders that's oh, yeah. the real strength that, that's a really good way oh so good yeah it's please watch this yes <laughs> it's totally worth it i don't care if you watch the rest of the show watch this at least yeah, i you got hulu it's free i'm gonna go watch the rest of the show just to i see definitely it. want to check more of it out because i bet you there are episodes that are not like this I there's guess gonna there's be a lot there's probably a lot of stan sakai influence in here again maybe i'm yeah, not giving it enough credit but no be probably uh, that's not. my guess yeah yeah so I'm, I'm going to go in with that expectation for the other episodes. I'm not expecting this every time. That's true, and this yeah. is season five, too. Yeah, that was a special treat. Yeah, but if it's anything like this, if these characters are like this in the rest of the show, this show's probably great. Yeah, I feel like it's most of it's got to be pretty decent. Like, yeah. just the tone of the show is really cool. Like, even the intro, like, the music in the show oh, the is, intro's like, it's, awesome. it's yeah. super spot on. Like, it, it's, it seems like really good production. Oh, I wish I was a kid when this was on Nickelodeon. This would have been a treat. Yeah, for real, though. Um, no, I mean, not that we didn't have some yeah, good the, stuff, too. Yeah, the classic but, was still good. Uh, but, yeah, but this is fucking dope. Oh, yeah. I, I, if, you're, if you're a kid listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. But <laughs> if one good thing you can take away, watch this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or if you have kids, show them this. Yes, that's a better suggestion. <laughs> because hopefully no kids watch this show <laughs> or listen to it. I guess you can watch it, but you just stare at our symbol the whole time. Right? <laughs> hey, that's exciting. <laughs> will it move? One of these times I'm going to listen to the podcast and the icon will move. Something's going to happen. <laughs> what if it did? The eagle just turns its head. <laughs> I'm watching you. Oh, I guess stop taking that acid oh man <laughs> all right but uh, clearly that'll do for the episode we're kind of going off on a tangent now oh yeah uh, but yeah that was uh yusaji yojimbo i think we will come back for this because i learned recently that there is a uh tv show um that is uh based on yusaji yojimbo that's coming out on netflix 
relatively soon. It's being made right now. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I know it's an animated show of some kind. I don't know what the style is. I don't know what the plot is. I don't know anything. But okay. I'm excited for that. It'd be cool if it's it, anime, but well, I'm down with the way. Whatever it is, it'll give us a reason to come back and read more of this. Yeah, so exactly. Whenever that comes out, that that'll be when we return. So totally. This will be. A, this was a good little dip in the water, but there's a lot of comics to get to for this. I'm, I'm excited. So. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That'll be the plan. Uh, next week, I don't know if we'll have as much to praise. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Snyder <laughs> Cut. It's four. We could hour- be surprised. Who knows? Who knows? It's a four hour movie there better be something good in there oh yeah for sure (laughs) this four hours i better get something good (laughs) Uh, but yeah so uh, we're gonna buckle in for a four hour movie and uh join us next week we'll find out what the hell that thing is supposed to be oh yeah i'm excited goodbye